Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode, and I want to apologize right off the bat, guys. Uh, it's been a it's been a little while, uh, maybe a month, maybe somewhere around there since I put out my last podcast, uh, and it's just because I've been busy, guys. Um, lots of things going on in the background, um, lots of little things, and and I'm glad I'm making the podcast now because I can catch everyone up with what's happening. We have some very interesting things unfolding and happening, so I'm really excited about all these things. So want to get everybody up to par so um things a lot of things have changed and happened um since the last podcast but everything is still good um i am actually currently adding on um a um, additional solar system to my grid tie home so that means i have another home um, that i own that is connected to the grid okay and it's in a regular subdivision like most houses are and stuff like that so i do have an off-grid home that most of you guys have either seen on my YouTube channel um, and all the solar I do and all that. But I also own um, more property in different places. And so I also own another home, like I said, on the grid. And with that said, um, the current home that's on the grid, um, we do have solar on the roof. Uh, when the house was purchased, it already had um, a solar on the roof as a grid tie system that was contracted in when the house was, you know, before we, before we owned the house. And so we still have that system on the house and we still pay $200 a month to Sunrun for the contract for that. But here's the problem. We are now consuming more power for the last year or so than the solar system can replenish to offset our bill, our electricity bill. And so right now I'm, and because also our electricity rates have gone up because of the the whole global thing going on with energy, you know, gas, propane, diesel, you know, all the coal, you know, all these things. Everybody's cost of living is has gone up, right? You're paying higher for gas. You're paying higher. If you're trying to buy a house, you're paying higher on mortgage rates and, and interest rates. Everything. Food, food is expensive. Everything. And so with that said, our local electricity company raised their rates by 20%. And so that made our bills a lot higher. So I was already paying roughly about five to $600 in electricity costs every month um, for this on-grid home that I have that has solar. Um, but because we've added a lot more things to the home and we built more things with it, um, we're using a lot more electricity, okay? And so with that said, I have a choice. Either I can continue paying five or $600 every single month for the electricity that we're using, or... I can install another grid tie system to increase my capacity in order to offset the amount of power that we're currently using that I'm paying on. And so that's kind of where we're at today. So if you guys have been following my shorts on the YouTube um, and stuff like that, you guys may have seen some hints of me um, putting in a ground mount system. And so that's where we're at right now. Um, I've already had the, I hired an excavator to come out with a rock drill to drill directly into rock. Um, it's a six inch hole, um, by three foot deep. So I had him come out and drill all the holes for me. Um, I went ahead and purchased all the two inch schedule 40 galvanized steel pipe. I cut them all to length. I concreted them in the ground and there are all the poles are sticking up. There's a total of six poles, um, three poles in each row. And then there's another two, um, two inch schedule 40 pipe that lays across all three pipes at a time to make the horizontal pole across. That, that those two poles that are going across all those other poles is basically the main foundation frame to hold my solar panels that I'm going to mount on top of that. And so that's where we're at right now. 
The poles are concreted in the ground. Um, they've, they've been concreted in the ground for the last like four days already. So they're cured, they're dry, they're done. Um, I also brought out um, almost 5,000 watts of solar. So I have more solar panels. Um, so I went ahead and went and picked them up just yesterday with my trailer. And I have my trailer parked right next to the location of where I'm actually adding the grid tie ground mount solar system. And so um, I'm pretty much ready to add that. It's actually going to be um, 10 solar panels and each solar panel is 450 watts. And um, so that's going to give you guys an idea of how much watts, extra watts that I am adding to my on-grid home to help offset my electricity bill on this home. And so as you guys know, I am a complete advocate of, you know, solar, renewable energy, you know, all these things, because why not? I love it. It, to be able to put solar panels on to either get free power off the grid like I have or to put solar panels on a home that's on the grid to offset your electricity bill, it is a dream. I love it. I absolutely love it. So I have the panels outside. Um, I still need to mount them to the frame that's um, concrete in the ground. Um, but that's kind of where I'm at right now that I just brought the panels out. Um, I haven't hooked them up. I haven't mounted them to my frame yet. Um, I'm trying to get everything else um, lined up. I need to purchase more electrical conduit. Um, just yesterday in the mail, I got my DC disconnect switches, my DC breakers, my DC breaker box the, with the DIN rail. Um, I'm waiting for a rolls of wire to arrive. Um, I had to buy them from the U.S. mainland because it was way cheaper. I was able to save twenty. Oh no, sorry, eighty dollars per roll of wire um, to you know bring our wiring in from the solar panels to the house for the grid tie system. So I'm waiting for that to arrive, um, but everything is trickling in and we're getting to the point where we're almost ready to start the full-on installation of this project. Um, once everything arrives and I'm, I have all my components ready to go, I'm going to make a dedicated video to the installation of this new grid tie system I'm installing. And I'll put that on YouTube and we can talk about it on you know the podcast and um, other social medias. But yeah, we are getting there, guys. We are getting there. I'm super excited because I cannot stand paying five six hundred dollars extra every single month N no way our electricity costs here in hawaii is already expensive and then they increased it by 20 percent already and we and, and i have the electricity bills to prove it like 100 percent, you know and so i cannot fight i cannot bring myself to be paying that every month when i know i can generate enough energy from solar and i and i have enough knowledge about all this obviously that i can easily put a system in for pennies on the dollar and it'll literally just drop my electricity bill down to zero, right? And so that's a no-brainer. So that's where we're at today. So um, tomorrow and the next day, I'm going to go pick up some more con electrical conduit, um, pick up some other miscellaneous things I'm going to need, some like self-temping screws and stuff like that. Um, that way, when I finally get the last bits of little components in, I can just go out there with all my equipment and all my stuff and just start doing the installation. Mount the panel, start wiring, put the DC breaker boxes on, wire them up, mount everything, you know, run my electrical conduit, pull my wires through, run them up to the house, and then run them into a grid tie inverter. So most of my content that a lot of you guys are familiar with is off-grid. So it's off-grid inverters, batteries, and stuff like that. Well, when it comes to on-grid, um, I've decided to go with um, so just basically just solar panels and a grid tie inverter. To offset the electricity so no battery backup right now that might be added in the future for the on-grid home but for right now um, no battery backup right now um, i did purchase a um, grid tie inverter 
Um, it is a Grow Watt, the 6000 um, grid tie inverter. It's only for grid tie. You cannot use this for um, off-grid usage. This is only for grid tie. And it is very unique. It's not that big. It's kind of compact, but extremely powerful. So it allows me to wire all my panels to a maximum voltage of 550 volts. So that means I can pretty much wire almost all my panels together. Um, you know, so that eliminates a lot of extra connections, a lot of extra wires because you're daisy chaining majority of the panels together. So that's going to make the wiring of the panels and everything very simple. Not only that, because we're going to be wiring the panels in such a higher voltage, I don't need really thick, heavy duty power cables, um, you know, um, running from the solar panel array to the house to where I'm installing the grid tie inverter, right? Because I'm running a higher voltage. So higher voltage, less amperage, which means you can use a smaller wire. So for me, I can easily use 10 gauge wire um, for my needs because we're running at such a higher voltage. Now, if I decide to pick up a grid tie inverter that only allowed, say, 150, um, 150 volts max at a way higher amperage, well, then I'd have to use way thicker, bigger cables because, you know, we want to be safe. We don't want our wires to, to melt, heat up or catch fire or have any problems like that. You want to be safe. And so... Um, I use what's called a, a wire gauge calculator on my phone where you can type in the voltage, you can type in the amperage, you can type in the distance, and you can also type in the voltage drop that you're, you, that you're willing to allow. So sometimes it's 1, 2, or 3% voltage drop that you would be willing to accept over that distance. And you press calculate and it'll tell you the exact size wire that is appropriate for that um, calculation that you're typing in. And I use this calculator all the time. It's free. Anybody can download it onto their phone. And I highly suggest everybody do it because I use it all the time. So um, with that said, it actually said that I could use 11 or 12 gauge wire. Um, but I'm adding 10 gauge instead. So I'm actually overrated on the wiring. So that's good. So I'm more than safe on the wiring. So I'll be running 10 gauge from the solar array to the house to the inverter. And then from the grid tie inverter to my actual breaker panel where it's going to get tied into will be a thicker wire. Um, but it's still running at 240 volts. So it's still a higher voltage, but it's at AC now, right? So we're running 550 volts DC to the grid tie inverter. And then coming out of that grid tie inverter is going to be 240 volt AC um, with a maximum amperage of, ooh, I forgot the number. What is the number? I had it written down too. Where is it? Oh man. Okay, so I can't remember the maximum amperage um, coming out of it, but I do know for a fact it's 240 volts coming out at X amount amps. Um, and so that grid tie inverter will actually allow me to add up to, I think, 8,000 watts of solar. And so I'm not, I'm not even coming close to the maximum um, output of that um, grid tie inverter, right? So I'm still you know, pretty low underneath it. So not only am I not stressing out the grid tie inverter because I'm under the way under the specs of the maximum, um, but you know my my wires coming into it can be smaller, and then my wires coming out of it going to the breaker panel is going to be a little bit thicker, but it's a such a, it's a really short distance, literally maybe four feet of wire, you know. So that's super cheap, and that's the reason you want to run high voltage. The higher the voltage you can wire your system and and pre-plan everything you can get away with cheaper wire and then only use the bigger, thicker gauge wire, you know, on the short distance going from like your, either your regular off-grid inverter or your grid tie inverter going to your breaker panel or your batteries or whatever it is, 
you know, that then there the wire gets bigger. So I don't have to spend a whole lot of money on thick wire when, well, it's only a short distance. So save some money there. Um, so yeah, um, the grid tie inverter will match my grid here. And it also has a safety feature. It, it has UL listings and all kind of stuff on it. Um, that, it'll, that if for some reason the electricity grid shuts off, um, like during the day for an example, um, it will not continue to pump power into the grid. It'll automatically shut itself off as a safety precaution and only turn back on when live power is powered back to the house from the grid. So if down the road they have a problem and they're fixing the power lines and they shut it off, the grid tie inverter will automatically shut off and protect anyone working on the power lines down the road someplace. It's not backfeeding at that point. It'll stop automatically. Now, if they turn the power back on, the grid tie inverter will realize that and automatically re-engage and allow power to be pumped back into the system like it should. So I love that feature. I don't have to worry about it, you know, me manually doing that because there's no way to manually do that because you would never know if someone's working on the line way down the road or whatever. Um, so that's a really good feature that I like. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what we're doing. I'm installing this to offset our cost. Um, it, cost of living is just, just outrageous. It really is, right? You know, between all these problems we have, you know, food costs, gas costs, you know, we have all these things happening in the happening in the world it's it's just it's a shame you know it's a shame because we're all paying more money and you know the rich are still getting richer you know that's just usually how it works right so if i can avoid having to put money into the system or pay for electricity i don't need to pay for that's what i'm going to do and so that's what i'm doing so we have that going on um oh i wanted to update everybody on the fence line um, on the off-grid ranch, on our big ranch. Um, the fence line has been completed now um, probably about a month ago. I'm sorry I didn't update everybody, but there's a lot of other things been happening in between. And, you know, I've been really busy, guys. Um, but I wanted to update everybody about the fence line. The one that I was talking about I was bulldozing and, we were, you know, all that stuff for, for, for quite a long time. That project is over. It is complete. The, the fence line looks beautiful and it's over. And so, good. Our, we was able to push all of our cattle back into the back of the property um, where the fence line was being repaired and now all the cattle are living back where they should be living and so yeah i'm happy that project is over and we don't have to look back at that anymore it's done um, i was also able to um, complete the fence the wood fence line privacy fence line on um, on my on-grid property i did the front i did the sides that's all complete it looks beautiful uh, and we have privacy and that's what i love i love privacy so that's been installed. That's all been done. I stained all the wood. I had a guy come out and draw the holes for all the pipes. I had the concrete in the ground and so forth. Um, and yeah, it's done. And so it looks great. Uh, there's some other things that has happened in the background that I've been doing. Um, I actually helped my mother um, do a couple things on her property. Um, and so, yeah, I've just been staying busy, you know, helping everybody, doing whatever I can, staying busy. And I'm just moving forward. Um, so with that said, there is one other surprise I want to mention in this podcast is that um, I am currently looking to invest. Well, with the, with the interest rates the way they are, I don't know if I want to pull a loan, um, but I am looking to in invest into another business. So I did liquidate my businesses before. So, you know, I am um, retired at this point. I am, a, I'm, you know, retired. I don't have to worry about going to work um, and making money. 
<clears throat> and I'm, I'm perfectly fine like that. But I always stay busy, right? No matter what I'm doing, I'm helping other people, helping myself, just trying to save as much money as I can, you know, that kind of stuff, right? And so with that said, um, I am looking to invest again. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at right now. So besides me finishing up this other grid tie system I'm doing, I am actually um, going through a business proposal that I'm putting together for myself. Uh, I'm crunching all the numbers of this business, figuring out my ins and my outs, my operating costs, my material costs, my everything to do this big project that I want to do. Um, and that way I can get this business online and start making even more money. You know, that's the one thing you always got to be thinking outside the box, always try to flip things or try to reinvest things or just, you know, whatever you can do to help bring in money to your family is always good. You know, as long as it helps you guys out, that's the main thing. And so with this business plan, I'm actually planning on bringing in some of my family members to be a part of it so that way they can have a little bit more financial freedom, um, you know, going forward in life. And so that's kind of where I'm at now. So I am putting a business plan together, getting it all together. I've been calling tons of people, getting current pricing for certain things and, um, you know, all of that. Now, I don't want to disclose what it is I'm doing um, just yet because I want to make sure it's going to go forward first. Um, so I'm in the planning stage right now, the budgeting stage, you know, figuring out what it's going to cost. As of right now, give or take, it might come out a little bit more, maybe a little bit less. Um, but I'm at $400,000 right now to start this up. And um, I didn't spend any money yet. But I'm saying that's what it's going to cost to start the business up, give or take. And so that's what I'm at right now. So my job right now is to try to see if I can source the, the products or the materials that I need to do this business even cheaper. Is there any ways that I can save even more money to bring the cost down so that way we, I can break even on my investment a lot faster? So that's kind of where I'm at on that idea right now. Um, but yeah, um, it's going to be a very interesting one. Um, this type of business that I am um, considering putting together and going forward with is, is going to be here it's a very long-term business with very minimal um, labor or input from the um, owner of the business like myself um, or potential investors that want to invest in the business with me. There's almost no, no ongoing labor costs. It's like extremely low, like really low. And so that's what I like. I like a business that has low operating um, overhead. You know, obviously we do have to spend the money up front to put everything in and get it running. But once that's done, it's the labor cost is extremely low to keep the business running. In fact, we don't even need somebody at the business 24 hours or even every day. We only need somebody to go in from time to time just to do an inspection of things, of certain things, and that's it. So, um, yeah, it's a kind of a win-win on that side of things. Um, but $400,000 is a lot of money to a lot of people, and, and rightfully so. And so that's kind of where we're at right now. I want to try to bring the cost down if I can to get the business started. And then I am debating on if I want to take on investors and how many investors do I want to take on and also what, you know, um, what could they bring to the table um, financially, money-wise to help get things running and started. The reason for it is because if, if anyone goes to take a, a loan to, let's say, buy a house or buy a business, buy a land, buy anything, if you're going to go and take a, um, a loan to finance that, you're going to be paying interest rates. Well, the current interest rate here, at least in Hawaii, is about, what, it is 6 or 7% right now. I think it's almost 7%. Yeah, it's like 5, no, 6.52% or something like that. And it's rising. It's, it's continuously rising. 
So if I was to, example, go take a $400,000 loan and not touch any of my own personal money and just take the loan, you know, I'm paying almost 7% interest on that loan. That's outrageous. When I can easily take investor money that'll benefit them for the long term at a, at, a, at a way better deal for all of us. So instead of paying outrageous interest rates, we can all win because, you know, obviously if there's multiple investors, everybody can pitch in. And so everybody wins. Everybody gets a piece of the pie um, and we all don't have to pay higher interest rates because, well, obviously everyone's bringing a little chunk of the money to the table to be a part of the project. So I am debating between those two things as well right now. If I want to try to finance everything myself cash wise, or do I want to take a loan and let the banks carry the loan? Or if I want to just bring in um, investors and do it that way. Um, so I'm kind of up in the air on that. Um, but these are decisions that I have to make to um, make a determination if I want to move forward and how I'm going to move forward with um, this um, project of mine that I want to get underway. This will be an actual physical business, guys, um, that will always be, it'll always be in demand. It'll always be around. Um, yeah, I don't want to go into too much more detail. Um, but if any of you guys are ever interested about anything that I'm talking about on any of my podcasts, you guys are more than welcome to reach out to me. At my email address, hawaiibiz at gmail.com. So that's H-A-W-A-I-I-B-I-Z at gmail.com. And feel free to reach out to me if you guys want to learn more about solar or business ideas or even maybe investing. Uh, let me know. Uh, like I said, reach out to me through my email. We can go from there. A lot of the business things I do and all my you know more personal side of my life, obviously I do not share that on YouTube um, because my YouTube channel is mostly just about renewable energy right? Solar, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so it has nothing to do with my personal life, really. Um, and so, and that's good, right? We want to keep that separation. You know, I don't want everybody knowing my business. Um, but at the same time, um, if you guys do have questions or um, if you guys are looking for opportunities, um, definitely reach out to me. I can give you guys um, some insights. And um, if you guys are serious, then we can, you know, go forward and talk about things. But other than that, guys, um, yeah, I'm pretty much cruising at the moment. Um, just been doing paperwork, just trying to figure things out for the next idea. You know, all because you're, you know, people are able to retire earlier. It doesn't mean that you just lay back, watch TV all day, and do nothing, right? Like for me, that is the opposite. All because I am um, in the re in retirement, um, it doesn't mean that I'm just going to sit around and do nothing. Like that is so boring, right? <laughs> like if, if that's the case, I'm just going to sit around and do nothing. I'm also just go back to work just to keep myself busy, you know, just because I want to stay busy. And so that's kind of how I am. I'm always moving. I'm always doing something, always doing projects and always doing something that, you know, I want to be able to make even more money. I want to be able to allow people to make more money with me, you know, be a part of the projects. And so that's where I'm at now. Like I want, I'm getting a really nice high off of all this. I'm getting excited. Like I used to be when I used to start my businesses and run my companies and stuff and, you know, as a business person, I don't know, I get a kick off of it. I really love it because all the research that you have to do to figure everything out, the stress, thinking about things, you know, that kind of stuff. So anyway, guys, if you guys are doing well and you guys have a nice job or a nice business, hey, keep it going, guys. You guys are doing great. You know, um, if you guys are having a rough time, if you guys are having a hard time right now because of how everything is out there, I completely understand. I do. I do. Because believe me, all because people are retired doesn't mean they don't feel the feel the pinch from everything being inflated and everything costs so much and we, we everybody feels it everybody feels it rich people feel it broke people feel it 
everybody feels it at some point, right? So uh, it's not about how much money you have or anything like that. But, you know, if you guys are living off grid and you guys have your guys system set up where you guys have free power, you have free water and you have a farm and a garden running for you, hey, you're good. If you don't need money to go and do a whole bunch of things and you're good with how you have things set up to live every day and supply for your family, that's awesome. That is awesome and keep going. Keep going. Um, but if you're not in that situation and you're looking to still provide for your family and you're in a hard spot right now, I do feel for you. And, 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 I, and I, I really do. I really do because it's hard out there, guys. It is hard. It is hard to make sure that you know, maybe you're paying rent someplace for the place that you're living in, a condo, a house, or whatever it is, you have to worry about your rent, right? How are you going to pay it? You have to worry about gas. You have to worry about food. You have to worry about all these things that add up. And you might be busting your butt, like working really, really hard to do this. And at the end of the month, you still may not have nothing because you're paying all your bills, right? And so I understand because I used to be there a long time ago. I, I was there. I know. You got to remember something, guys. I came from the gutter. Like I used to live in my vehicle. I used to live in my car. I had nothing. I had a car. <laughs> and that's it. I had a car. And the, the car was the one thing that allowed me to go and get jobs and go do jobs and, and make money. you know. But I came from the gutter, guys. I lived in the gutter, like literally, in my car, wherever I could park. I remember back in the day, I used to park all kinds of places because I didn't have a place to live. I was living in my car. And security guards for, for all these different places would always come knock on the window and be like, Hey, man. And I'm like, hey, how, how can I help you? He's like, oh, what, you sleeping? I'm like, yeah, I have, I'm homeless. I have no place to live. And he's like, well, he goes, I understand your, your situation. And some of them be like, but unfortunately, you know, I do get paid to make sure people are not sleeping in the cars or abandoning stuff or doing anything illegal or anything like that. And, you know, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And I say, no problem. And I, you know, start my car up and I leave. And then there's some security guards that are like, you know, they have a good heart. And they're like, look, man, I understand where you're coming from. It's hard out there. And, you know, he's like, hey, I'll let you sleep tonight. But, you know, tomorrow and all that cannot, you know. And I'll be like, hey, man, I really appreciate it. He's like, I'm just letting you know I'm going to lock the gate. No one else can come in here. And you cannot leave until I come back in the morning. And as soon as I unlock the gate, you're free to leave and do what you want to do. If you still want to stay here tonight. I said, yeah, I'll stay right here until you come back in the morning and unlock the, the gate. He's like, okay, no problem. And as soon as he unlocked the gate, I left and I waved and he waved and that was it. He had a good heart. And so, you know, guys, I have lived in my car. I know how that is. You know, buying food from McDonald's on a dollar menu, I did that for a while. You know, to the point where I didn't even have money to buy money off, I mean, buy food off the dollar menu. I was eating leftover food that I, that I had from other meals that I didn't think I was going to eat. Like, and so, you know, it's old food, you know, not spoiled, but not good either. And you have to do what you have to do to survive. Right. So, you know, don't don't let the way I speak um, bring you down or think that I'm higher than you. That's not the case, guys. Not at all. We are all the same. We all just make different decisions in life. That's it. That's the only difference. We're all the same, but we all make different decisions in life. And after me living in my car and, you know, doing all that for a while, I told myself, I don't want to be here. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to be successful or be more financially independent. And that's what I've done. And a lot of hard work for, from that point to now. A lot of heartache. A lot of killing my body. In fact, to this day, my lower back, my, my, my body is not in the best shape. Because I push my body so hard because I never want to be in the gutter again. I don't want to live in my car again, right? So I've always pushed myself extremely hard to get ahead. And so now today, I can reap those benefits because I've put my time in now. You know? 
And if you're in that situation like I was, hey, keep your head up. It is possible. You can do it. I promise you can do it because I did it. Like I was literally eating three or four day old McDonald like fries that were soggy to survive. <laughs> you know what I mean, guys? Like, I don't, I mean, that's embarrassing to say, but that is the fact. So no one is above anyone. It just comes down to the decisions that we make in life, guys. So keep your head up, guys. Things will get better. Make better decisions. Make better choices. You know, save your money where you can. If there's ways to cut some bills out, cut those bills out if you don't need them. You know, if you're the type of person that's buying Starbucks every day and, and you're barely saving any money, cut that out. Get rid of that. You know, if there's other things that you're paying for that you don't really absolutely need to survive, get rid of it. Start putting that money aside and start saving as much as you can. You know, that way you can start getting out of that situation way faster. But if you keep doing the same thing you're doing and you're not getting ahead, well, guess what? You're going to stay in that position for a long time. And I realized that a long time ago when I was living in my vehicle. So anyway, guys, just a little bit heart to heart there. Um, uh, yeah, it was rough, guys. It was rough. But, you know, I'm not the only one. Was it? I'm not the only one that was in that position and still in that position. There's many people out there in that position that need help. And, you know, it's just a matter of finding it within yourself to push yourself hard to get yourself out of those situations. You know, some people in life are really lucky where their families are, you know, really rich. They got millions and millions of dollars. You know, they've been spoon fed the rest of the, most of their whole life. They never have to work. Sure, there is those people out there. Right. But those people that are living that lifestyle did not work for it. Their mother, their father, their grandfather, their grandmother that have all the money has set everything up. They did all the hard work for them and their family to be able to live the lifestyle that they live today. So if you see these little rich kids running around and all that, hey, I get it. I get it. They're all, you know, spoon-fed, you know. <laughs> you know, they they've never worked a day in their life. And and if the money was to dry up immediately, they wouldn't know how to survive because they don't know what working hard work is to make a living, you know. But that is the world we live in. Some people are if you would consider that even lucky. Um, lucky in the sense that fam their family has a lot of money and they can, you know, support their whole family, all their kids and grandkids and stuff like that where they don't have to work, you know. But there's more people out there that are hardworking people like me and you that have to work for our, our, our you know, our living. So, you know, never look at anyone else and compare your life to theirs because you don't know what, what's going on behind the doors, you know. You don't know what's happening behind, you know. And some of these people, you know, driving around these nice cars and, and portraying that they got a lot of money and they're rich. A lot of them are just tapped out on credit. You know, they act like they have money, but they're broke as a joke. They spent all their money on all these things. And now they're having to try to figure out how to pay all these things. And a lot of times it doesn't work out for them. And a lot of times all these things come get taken away. Cars get repoed. Houses get repossessed, foreclosed because they're not paying their notes. They just want to live the high life, but they're not willing to work for it. So... There is those type of people out there as well. Anyway, guys, I uh, just want to update everybody. I will be making a video on YouTube on the new grid tie system I'm installing. So definitely um, wait for that video. It's not going to come out just yet. Like I said, I'm still waiting for some of the components to come in. Um, but this is why I love solar so much because, I, like I said, I used to live in my car, right? And <laughs> I don't want to pay anything extra that I don't have to pay. And if I can just put the money up front one time and be done for, like, life almost uh that's a win-win right even if solar panels only last say 35 years or 30 years or 35 years hey it doesn't matter it gives me 30 or 35 years where i don't got to worry about paying electricity 
right? So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you guys on the next one.